is In the Shadows Podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellows don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows Podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin, along with Albert, Martine, and Eric. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shadow Smokes Legion in the Shadow Podcast. My name is Tony, the Soy Sauce Assassin, your host. And today we are joined by Albert, Eric, and Martin Amaya. So today, what I want, what I want to talk about is a scenario. We talk about scenario here, okay? Everybody got a bad cigar once in a while, right? Like, you know, you uh, when I say bad cigar, I'm not saying that the cigar just tastes like shit, okay? I'm talking about a cigar that you bought and it has either no draw, cracked, uh, burns wonky, tunnels, everything above, okay? Everything that you can think of that's a bad cigar. Now, I want to know what people do to deal with that scenario. So here's a scenario, right? You go to your cigar shop and then you... You bought a cigar and you left the cigar shop. You went home, you take out the cigar, and then you cut it. You're about to light it. And you realize that there, this cigar has no fucking draw. There's no draw in that cigar, right? Or too much draw. Like all you hear, all you, you can smoke right through. All you get is air, right? What do you do with that? What What's your reaction? What's your usual reaction? Uh, remedy to do that like do you, uh, do you just throw away that cigar do you deal with it do you go back to the shop and then you know punch the guy in the face and say what did you give me do you you know what do you do so let's start with um let's start with albert today albert what do you do when you receive like in that scenario so i'm trying to think of the last time i had that situation and most well actually any situation i'm in like that and it's not very often i have that I just deal with it. I try to deal with it. I try to figure out what's causing the plug. I will often try to cut off a little more of the cap and see if I can get it to open up that way. Uh, It is frustrating for sure. And I'll say that I've had more issues with the, like the Cohiba Siglio 6. I've had more issues with Cohiba cigars than I've had with New World cigars. So that and it's very frustrating because that's like a Cuban cigar that, uh, you know, you don't come across. I don't come across those often and uh, pretty frustrated with that situation. So that's a bit about what I try to do with the cigars. OK, you say you'll deal with it, right? But like what if you like, you know, after your surgery on that cigar is still plugged? It's just not not possible to smoke it. Yeah, I, I just move on to another cigar, man. <laughs> it's not worth it. So you you will just throw it away, but you won't like you know try to contact the you know the vendor or the store that you bought it's it gonna from. Be a th- it's going to be a thing when I go back to the store. I'll say something about it for sure. Now, do I expect? Will I expect him to do something about it? Most likely not, uh, because it's just one of those things and. Uh, but I, that, but I would want him to respond or at least listen to the story and, you know, say that, say that he's going to talk to the vendor about it or something like that. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of those. It's, 
it's one of those things that happens sometimes that it's rare enough for me that I, I just don't worry too much about it. But um, talking about like poor construction, plugged, I've seen that happen with a particular brand, Alec Bradley, uh, Magic Toast, for example. Uh, that one was just hard to keep lit. Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily plugged, but it was definitely not uh, not a very well constructed cigar. And I've gotten to where I just don't even smoke them anymore. Okay. Do you have that experience of actually, um, you know, talk to a vendor or talk to a thing, and how did respond it? I, I never spoke to a vendor about it, but. Um, you know, whether or not they did or not, I, 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 it's hard to know. It really is hard to know. The, the particular shop owner that I would typically buy cigars from, he's a bit, you know, it is what it is. You know, he doesn't really want to give up another cigar <laughs> for that, you know, for the for the cause of, of, of standing behind his product, if you will. But, um, but I do think he needs to at least know about it because he gets enough people complaining about a particular box of cigars or cigars out of a certain box, then perhaps there is a, a case he can make for the vendor. He'll talk about maybe, you know, he'll say, I'm going to call, I'll, I'll let the vendor know, but I, I doubt he does it. I doubt he follows up with it. Okay. But what about, how about in the scenario that you're actually smoking a lounge and then you got a cigar that's impossible? Oh, no, that's a different story. I'll start, I'll start making the faces and complaining about it loud enough to people, you know, that I'm on record, right? And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll try to make a case for it with. Now they do have one of those cigar pokers. It's uh, what, what do they call that? It's not a saver. Perfect draw. Yeah, perfect draw. They do have the perfect draw, and um, which is really kind of dangerous. In fact, I mean, you put the cigar on there and you're sitting there poking this big. I mean, there's a plug, so it's not going to go through very easily. And you slip on that thing, you wind up going through your hand. I, and I don't think people realize that either. So even with the safety catch, I think there's a there's a little bit of a danger. So, um, but my experience with the with the perfect draw doesn't always work. Sometimes it's just like I just say, screw it, man. The perfect draw ain't going to cut it. Now, since watching you do take your little tweezers or not tweezers, but your uh, needle nose pliers and pulling out stems. That's, that would be the very next thing I would do. That's, that's what I would, I'd be more apt to do that, but I don't have needle nose pliers at the, you know, at the lounge, but probably should have it in my kit. Can you imagine bringing some needle nose pliers to the lounge? <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that after. So uh, how about uh, Martin? What, what, what would be your experience? What will you do? Like what is your, you know, sequence oh, oh, of man. Just saving it? Okay. So I had one yesterday, believe it or not, that was plugged. And I was like, okay, the first one, because I had two out of the same box, both were plugged. One of them, I smoked through it, just dealt with it, which is normally what I do. But yesterday I was like, okay, this thing is seriously plugged. Um, just kind of, because I deep V my cigars. So when I do that, there was enough room to where I could just kind of use my fingernail to try to figure out where the stem was and kind of move the cigar and found like two stems. So I was like, okay, so one of them is going to be the one that's plugging it. So just kind of, cause I haven't cut my nails, but <laughs> I ended up just going through and digging through the tobacco, pull it out. I mean, I actually pulled out a pretty decent sized stem. 
Um, and that seemed to open up the draw for about halfway through, and then it just started getting plugged again. But, um, I mean, normally I'll just, I'll just kind of deal with it. It's not really, I don't know. I will fidget with it, uh, kind of um, rub around the band part of it and see if it'll loosen up. Sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. Sometimes when you're smoking through, it'll heat up enough and it'll just kind of open up. But if not, I don't know. I'll just deal with it. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what about when you were smoking in the in the lounge and that happened? Have you ever tried to talk to somebody and then, you know, what are their reaction for it? I did once. So one time I did and the um, the worker there, he wasn't the owner. But the worker, I basically just said, man, this thing is plugged. Um, one time, one of the guys was like, just put it down. Go get a new one. Go get another one. And the second time, they're like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so the time that, the one time that the guy, the one time the guy said, well, that sucks. I was like. Oh, it was a, it was at a different lounge, and I was like, okay, well, I won't be fucking buying any more cigars here. Um, but the one lounge that actually told me, hey, just go get another one. I'm like, you sure? They're like, yeah, just go get another one. You can't smoke it; it's trash. Just leave that one there and go grab another one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, some some cigar shop does react to it. Some cigar shop doesn't. So, Eric, what about you? What 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 like what are you experiencing it? Yeah, I don't have no patience, man. I don't want all that patient to be fidgeting around tight cigar or anything like that. I try to rub it, you know, massage it a little bit. After like, you know, a few, like 10, 15 puff and it's not opening up, I'm, that thing is going straight to the garbage. I'm, I go grab another one. I don't care. It's just, I don't have no patient. I don't, I work enti- the whole entire day. All I want is a nice cigar. Don't give me a plug cigar and fucking expect me to fidget around the cigar. No, no time. No patient, none of that. In the actual lounge, yeah. And uh, usually, I go there, and if it plugged, the guy would like. He joke around. He's like, "Oh, it's too bad." I was like, "Oh, you fucker!" And then he was like, "Okay, go grab another one." I was like, "What? You think I'm cheap or something? Can't buy another one?" And he was just like, "Go grab two if you want." <laughs> okay, all right. So that they but, they they are willing yeah. to fix it, but they will fuck around first. Basically, that's what he's saying. Yeah, they, they fuck around with me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. For my experience, I, and it, I think that's the benefit of being a YouTuber is that I tend to end up with the Thai cigar when I'm recording and I will call them out for it. I'm like, here, that's what I got out of it. You know, a stem here and there, you know, I'll show it because I have this tendency, like Albert said, I will pull out that stem and, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do all kind of surgery until that thing is clear to smoke. Well, else that, that I would keep working on it until that cigar is destroyed, right? So I, I tend to have that, but there are a few shops that is willing to do that for you. For example, and sometimes I don't ask for it. Basically, I, I just like whatever. I just want you to let, let you know. For example, Little Guy Cigar Shop. If you tell him that you have a Thai cigar or impossible to smoke cigar and he knows about it, he will try to fix it, right? That's one. The other one I know is um, Ten Swanson. Uh, uh, cigars daily he has replaced few of my cigars when I'm smoking there I think yeah sm- uh, when I'm smoking there and there was one that when I told him afterward and he didn't he didn't replace my cigar 
the way that you expected because I buy online, right? So he will send it to me, and sometimes like they were they were one time I remember he's sneaking another cigar extra. So last time you had a bad cigar, here's one. He has done that for me before. So yeah, that you know that's good business、um, practice. And there's one that I remember the most is I had a bunch of Warfighter cigars, and and I bought it in a sample pack, and I you know did it in the life, and they all, they all I think three of them were plugged. Were, were bad, and I think Brendan. When you talk to them,、wow. they send me another one, like an entire pack of it, entire sample pack again. So that was pretty good practice, and I think that's that got more people to buy from them. And I think their cigar is not bad, just not for me. So unfortunately, even though they tried to make it good, I didn't buy more cigars from Warfighter because it's just not my thing. But it's not good cigar. It's it's not it's not good cigar. It's not it's not、yeah. what I expected. For a cigar to、nope. that I will like, right? So sometimes you don't get that,、mm-hmm. and there obviously there are cigar shops that doesn't give a shit. You know, it, it, like I went to the New York、uh, Monte Cristo Casa de Monte Cristo, I pulled out two stamps in front of the guy, and the guy didn't budge. The guy did not budge. Yeah, he, he's probably thinking he's probably thinking you're weird for doing that. Honestly, well, I we told him there's no draw. I yeah, I, I literally like this cigar has no draw. But part of the stamp. No, no, no. He's just looking at me. He's just looking at me. So you know, it obviously after I pulled out the stem, I was able to smoke it. But like he didn't want to do anything about it.、And、another one that I remember the most is when we had the、uh, Texas beat, and we went to CI. Every single cigar I bought from CI that night was plugged. Every single one. I did it in front of everybody. You know, everybody saw it. I, I had to literally yeah, destroy the、that. cigar. The stem was giant, and not one person came over and asked what's going on. So, and I think that that kind of represents how they treat their cigar, and they're kind of used to it. They're like, "Yeah, we have bad cigar. What can I do about it?" You know. So, well, I think I think if you're in Cigar National, they're more of a, they're they're more of a trying to sell you alcohol, and they're not really. I mean, they're a cigar bar, so the most most of the money they make is going to be from the freaking alcohol. So to be fair, what- no, you actually cannot. You actually cannot. By law, if you have a cigar bar, fifty-one percent of your income has to come from cigar. Well, I think it depends on their license, right? I mean, they they could be, yeah. Either neither here nor there. How how would they be able to manage those cigars? How would CI be able to manage those cigars so they wouldn't be plugged? Well, yeah, but obviously, I think one of the problems they have is that that room that we went to, the the humidor, was poorly humidified. So So dry, yeah. That's so one thing I noticed. The draw, oh, it's dry. They, under, under humidified. So it's, everything's dry, so they shrink in a little bit. Yeah. No, 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 no. So it's so dry that if you try to temper with it, it cracks. The whole thing is not smokable. So. No, you can't. No, no, because when it's humidified, it's malleable. Like you can't really massage a dry cigar, right? And I just th- I didn't have a my 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 you know. Needle nose pliers to get the stem out and everything. So when I try to do anything,、wow. that thing just destroyed. So I think I bought six cigars that day or seven cigars that day, and I I tried three in a row,、wow. and all three were bad. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and it just shows that you know, what are the chances, right? I, I'm I okay. I do have a, more of a tendency to feel the cigars plugged because everybody they like to a draw is different, right? Some people like loose draw, some、mm-hmm. people like tight draw,、yes. right? True. And some people will be able to deal with a certain degree of tie draw, 
And for me, any Tidra that I cannot get a good smoke out of it, I think is Tidra. So I'll try to pull some tobacco out of it. And stamp is the what I usually pull out first. And because that's the easiest to pull, because when you should pull the leaves, they kind of roll. So they, you pull out a lot of huge chunk versus just a stamp, right? And and I think, again, that I, I feel like that problem was caused by, you know, using the Lieberman machine. They don't really feel how tight oh, the yeah. cigar is. Lieberman. And then, you know, it might be <laughs> something that was bunched into the shape, whatnot. You know, it could be, it could not be, whatever that is. But <clears throat> I think a lot of cigar at a certain price range, you're going to find more of that. And people tend to be okay or deal with it because it's like, oh, $6, whatever, big deal. You know, I cannot no. Right. But if you have a cigar that are like $80 and it's plugged, huge we're not having a problem. Huge. Oh, yeah. I mean, for example, when, when James and I, my brother James was, was smoking that um, talisman, the Cohiba talisman, I literally, I had both the cigars and I let him choose which one because we're, we're kind of, we're betting on the fact that one of these might be plugged. So I'm going to let you choose your own and see if it's plugged or not. So if you, if it's plugged, you, you, you can only blame yourself. Right. And if mine's plugged, I get to blame him. So that was kind of a cool, cool way of looking at it. But yeah, I was, I really felt like that one of those might've been, if not both might've been a, a challenge to smoke, but they both turned out really nice. So that they, they smoked well, tasted great. So, uh, but yeah, it's, well, Something like the Talisman caliber, we're talking about quite expensive cigar. I don't know how much he bought it for. In Japan, they are like hundred something dollar each. Yeah, I think he, he was able to get them. like about $60. It was like 50, yeah, somewhere there, like 60 bucks. But I believe the price right. has gone up since then. So Our, so at that price range, you would think that they did every single test they possibly could. They And you know, not only they, they did a test, they put it down, they pray to God, you know, make sure that it's good before they put it away. You know, they're like, oh, I, I, I yeah, know. for sure. Whatever the god they pray to, I hope this. I hope this cigar goes good. Any anytime, anytime you spend more than twenty dollars, I think you should have a cigar that's going to draw well, that won't give you any issues. And and what's what you which one you guys think is a bigger issue? Like tunnel no draw, draw or too much draw? Like tunnel. Um, I think most of the time, I have cigars that are really either tunneling or too much of a draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like tunneling is smokable. I mean, you can adjust, you know, because I, I, I tend to use like a, like a something sharp to or pointy to push the tobacco down a little bit because it's missing. And it really depends on how, how, how much it is. Because recently I reviewed a cigar that, that is tunneled all the way. So I try to push it every so often so that there's enough burn, there's enough resistance to, to get that burn. But I do feel like a, 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 no, like too much draw. Like we're talking about, like the full just air. It's, yeah, it's it's just not smokable compared to a tie draw because tie draw in technically if the, the cigars it. if the cigar wrapper is not destroyed, there's a way to kind of fix it. But yeah. there's no way to put more tobacco in there to fix a tunnel. And when I say tunnel, I'm not saying that you smoke too fast; it goes in in where you created a tunnel. I'm talking about no, like they just forgot to like, put enough or. Didn't put it's like a hot dog. Go. It's like a hot dog in hallway. Hot dog in hallway. <laughs> yeah, when you throw, <laughs> you know, all that air going all through. Flavored water. Yeah, the, all you get is air because because <laughs> there's not there's so much there's so little resistance 
all the air is going through the, the, the tunnel, but nothing's going around it, so it's not burning anything, right? No, it, it won't work because the resistance, <laughs> the, the air will always flow where the least resistance is. So that didn't work. And I think there's another yeah. problem that we didn't address is when you have a hole. We talk about really, really tiny mm. leak. I don't know if everybody have that mm. problem. Oh, yeah. When you smoke a cigar, you start to hear whistling. Yeah, yeah. And then you had to find that it's hole like, and bro. plug your finger over it so you yeah. can smoke it. <laughs> you put your finger, yeah. <laughs> that that. But the thing is, is that is that beetle? I mean, I think no, now I, you have I, a, a lot of time. I think this. <laughs> I think it's uh, when they do it, it's when they wrap the the opening. There's a big enough gap, so the air is leaking out through the binder. Oh, you mean like on the scene? Yeah. You know, okay. when they didn't do it tight enough, there's a small fold between the wrapper and the binder. Yeah. And then that air goes through. You can usually find it. Well, obviously, there are some time where like you take off the sticker or the the band, and you got that little hole. Oh yeah, it's like the right band. There. Yep. And you're like, it was fine. Now I hear him whistling. What the hell? <laughs> and then yeah, you start to do the the yeah. uh, the flute thing. You start to yeah, try to put sometimes. five six fingers over it, judging <laughs> yeah, figure you just where it is. Put, put your finger around the the top, and then uh, you're like, yeah. And then your finger starts getting hot because you're holding it there. <laughs> So is it over here? Is it over here? Is it, oh yeah, okay, that's there's straw now. Okay, you know, but man, you know, as cigar smoker, I, why do we have to deal with them shit? You know what I mean? Like we already spend a lot of money to. Why do we have They're to handmade. deal with more organic. shit that comes? They're with handmade. It? It's just an organic and, and the, thing, man. It's not perfect. You know. And, but then the, I, 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 we gotta it, give dude. a reasonable amount of defects, right? Because it is. It doesn't matter, machine made or handmade. Even if it's machine made, there's a there's a reasonable number of defects. Like you can go out and buy like a TV, you're gonna find a reasonable number of TV that are defect when you buy a home, right? Mm -hmm. It's just that because That's it's true. a consumable, you can't bring it back a half-ass smoking cigar and says, "Hey, this cigar is plugged. Give me another one," <laughs> right? And it's just like food. I don't know that people people do with food. So well, if food is different, right? There's a lady that eat half a fucking pizza, be like, "Hey, it's not good. I don't want that half the pizza no more." I mean, but food is easier, right? Food, like, you know, it's like, oh, there's not enough salt. You put some salt. You put some pepper, you know, unless, like, somebody put too much salt or too much pepper or too much sugar and think that salt is sugar or something like that. Now you get a totally different thing. Or somebody... Yeah, that's, that's a whole yeah, different thing. I mean, you know, if if somebody gives you soggy food or, uh, you know, uh, sour or rotten food, then you can bring it back. You know, they, I, I've seen those a lot. You know, some food is not good. They bring it back. And usually the, the restaurant person would take a bite and say, oh, that tastes fine. And they bring it to the kitchen and have the chef eat it. And say, that tastes fine. And they come out and say, that tastes fine. And then you had to argue and they give you yeah, another one. Fine. But cigar, I rarely, I really rarely see people go back and say, this cigar is bad. I need another one. Right? Yes, that's true. But on, like, I, I, do, I really do that. So on Another spectrum. Have you ever seen somebody smoke a cigar and deny that it taste and say, this, this cigar tastes bad. I want another one. I've never seen that. No. Oh wow! I never seen that. But that oh my god! If that ever happened in front of me, I look at him I'm like, um, bro. If I've you seen buy a cigar, I don't, I've, it's like you, I've never I've never had that happen before, or anybody else like. But the thing is, like, so when that happened, that mean that mean like the the people that work there or the shop owner uh, recommended it, then that would that would just you know, <laughs> it's like hey you. You recommend That is actually exactly what happened. Yeah, so I went to the lounge, and I was smoking over there. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. And I, I saw. It. I saw one guy was asking the chef, uh, the shop shop guy, and says, "Hey, um, you know, I just want a good tasting cigar. I want to try it." 
And I get he recommended one. I think it was a twelve dollar cigar. I can't remember what it is. And um, he smoked it. It was about five minutes through, and he went. He take up his, his get off the chair, walk to the guy, and says, "This cigar tastes really, really, really bad. Really bad. I don't. I like. The, I don't know why you suggested this tastes really, really bad." And the guy is just is like, "Okay, this cigar is bad. How is not my fault?" Kind of thing, you know. And then it's like, "Okay, so All what right. do I have to do?" He's like, "I want a. I want a different cigar." I want a different cigar. In the end, the guy gave it to him because he doesn't want to make big, big, big uh, scene out of it. He just want to go. Okay, here you go. But yeah, but what, what if he keeps saying the cigar you recommend, so, and you give me yeah. suck. He gave so another cigar. Shop. But guess what's, what, what's pretty to. funny? No, no, no. Guess what's funny? What's funny is the second cigar he got, he what's hated that? too. <laughs> he did like it. That he, he is no, it, he hated. Is it? Is it the recommendation from that no, guy? No, I think again? he just doesn't like cigar. Same. He just want a free trial. <laughs> oh, shit. He's just like a free trial. So he went back to the guy so... again and he goes, hey, you know, this one tastes bad too. And the guy just looked at him and was like, oh, you got you to gotta be shitting me, right? You got to be shitting me. And I think the shop guy got smart. He's like, well, you, you picked the second one. So that's up to you. Yep. And the guy got angry yep. walked out of the store. Yeah. Yep. Of course. That, that, of course. that was a regretful thing so... for the shop owner for sure. That them Rambo motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> so I think if you are, you can tell that guy had recommending never something to somebody. To I mean, if you're recommending something to somebody, you would have to kind of look at what they're getting, and then make a recommendation. Because there's a guy well, that you can't I really uh, do that on a, a shop I go new. to. Yeah, you can't do that. Well, somebody's new. Yeah, I get it. But there's a guy that um, uh, a shop worker, and um, he basically recommended a scar to me and one of them I picked up and I was like, okay, I'll try it. The other one, he was like, I was like, uh, I don't know about that one. He's like, just get that one. I'll get it for you. I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> but I took one of his recommendations. You know, that happened. That happened to me all the time. Uh, when I go to the car shop here, they're like, Hey, you should try this one. This one's good. This one. And I bought them, right? I bought them. I, I don't review them though. I have my doubts, you know, but they like, Hey, if you, you review, you know, you smoke cigars and stuff like that. You should try these. I have my doubts in them. There's a reason why I pass them on and don't buy them. So I buy them when they recommend it. And every single time I'm glad I didn't review any of them because <laughs> they suck. I, I realized that if you go to the Davidoff store, they're kind of smart. They don't tell you their opinion all that much. It's like, Oh yeah, I tried it. It's okay. You know, not bad. You know, it asks every single one is like, Oh, it's not bad. It's popular. You know, and they won't just give you their personal opinions like, oh, that's really good. I love it. Yeah, you know, that's like, what oh, I it's used to do. It's popular. Oh, yeah, obviously, all those are popular because I have, uh, uh, you know, a few times where I sit in the lounge, I smoked uh, one that where the guy says, it's not bad, it's, it's popular. And he's like, he came in and said, yeah, how is that one? I was, and then I just look at him. This thing absolutely sucks, but I paid for it. So I'm going to smoke <laughs> it unless you got to give me a refund. And he just laughs and walks out. <laughs> Cause it's just popular. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm already halfway through. So it's like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. But I, I don't think you can throw a guarantee on a, on a recommendation. It is what it is. A lot of cigars no. are smokable. Like it's not like you're, it's a, it's just a, a it's, you know, it's a punnable cigar, if you will, where you just get rid of it. it I, I don't think those, those are few and far between, at least for me, they are. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know how. I think when you're when you're recommending cigars, 
there's a way to do it in, in, in a where you don't really put out an expectation that you're going to love the cigar. Because I think when you set that expectation, then you wind up disappointing people, or they they they, they expect more, or they if it just doesn't if if it, yeah. if it doesn't really hit them in the right way, then then they just somehow feel like I guess you know they got ripped off or some or something like that. I just rec- but there are some bad cigars that absolutely would not go through with it, right? Like for example, we were at Texas. Yeah, the twenty acre farm. Where I yeah, the twenty acre farm. I took two puffs, like that thing tastes horrible. Like that the all, all the note that just came up just now tastes horrible. So I just didn't didn't deal with it, just pour another cigar and smoke it. Yeah, and you got but you, like it's not Oh look at it. You got a nickname out of it. That's my choice, too, right? right? So I didn't go to the guy. Say that again? You got a nickname out of it too, right? From uh uh, it's not it's not a good nickname, but you know, I it's <laughs> two puff but Tony. It's not like I go to the guy and says this cigar sucks. I want a what? refund. I only had two puff. You know, it's just like it's my choice. I made What's the choice. Nickname? I want to try it, and I didn't like it, so I move on. Two puff Tony. And I understand that that cigar's got to change. It's got to have a different flavor. I just don't want to deal with that flavor. I'm trying to enjoy my time. I don't want to go. I go. You know what? I'm just gonna go through the next twenty minutes in suffering. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, you, you, you should have waited to the last to the last <laughs> Every third. Every time you take a puff, it's really good in the last third. Well, if I just won the last third, I'll pay. <laughs> I will just pay the thirty percent of the price. I don't want to pay. You know, they should pay me for the first sixty uh, percent of the cigar because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why would I want to waste my, you know, first hour dealing with the bad flavor just to get to the good flavor? You know what I'm saying? Especially that pay for it. It's actually not a cheap cigar. And for what it is, you gotta be patient, man. You know, good thing come when you yeah, right. But you it's know. not in the it's not at the time where I want to have patience because I'm enjoying my time with my members. How much was that cigar? <laughs> Do you remember? I can't remember? I think it wasn't. It it was it was more than ten dollars. Yeah, I think it's around twelve or fourteen. 12 okay. Yeah, I, I remember it's more than ten dollars, okay. and I was like, "Is my one hour more worth more than ten dollars?" Yes, it is. Drop that. Hell yeah. You know, and and then you know, you see Val just looking at me. Oh yeah, he was like, looking at the hell? cigar like, can I, "You think I can smoke that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. how much saliva's on it? <laughs> like, can I have it? You, you can have it. I'm not gonna stop you. You know, <laughs> just clip off the cap. You know, yeah. cut off the the initial. You know, twenty percent, the best part. Cut off the best part. <laughs> Right. Just fuck the rest. <laughs> now I will say no, this: I mean, it, it, I've had situations though where the same shop owner out that would you know pretty much tell you too bad, so sad kind of thing. Uh, one time I had this; it was a a new world, and it's the oval. It was the uh, enclave. I, I guess enclave has like the oval kind of of Vitola. Anyway, no, is this AJ no, Fernandez? Right. No. Anyway. Yeah. So we had this um, egg cutter. Have you ever seen those where it's got the razor blades all the way around the inside? Uh, it's like a. Yeah, I think I've seen yeah, those. It's like an egg, but, you know, cut off. And then you, you just kind of slide it onto the cigar and it cuts these these slits into the top of the cigar, right? Into the cap of the cigar. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Perfect draw or something like that. Something like that, yeah. It, it's supposed to no, help draw. Like- it's like a, a sl- like a slip yeah, cut something, like right? Six like or something like razor that. cut. Somewhere. Yeah, fuck. That's oh my god. All right, that that cutter. So then I light it up and I start I start smoking it, and you know how you get a little you know saliva gets on the cigar. <laughs> well, yeah. Not, next thing you know, it's like chewing tobacco, man, or or snuff yeah. or whatever. 
<laughs> it just started burning my mouth like crazy, right? Because I, I, I couldn't understand it, what was going on. I, I was just, I probably had a stink face going on or something because he sees me and he's like, man, what's up with that cigar? And I'm, and I'm like, dude, this, and he looks at it and he's like, go get you another one, man. <laughs> so like, yeah, so like on one hand, he's like, you know, you're screwed if it's got a tight draw, but then he, I guess he's in a good mood. He's like, go get you another one, you know, since the way that worked. I don't know if he brought the cutter in or he gave it to, he gave it to my, my buddy, Mike, who, um, you know, Hey, check this cutter out. You know, we were kind of playing around with it, but I didn't see those cutters in the shop after that. Let's put it that way. So I don't know what happened with that. Because you're not cutting the cap. You're shredding the cap. Yeah. And you you just, you literally yeah. not do anything to it. Had a good... But yeah, I, I don't understand why shop don't do it though. Like the shop doesn't just give you a cigar because they can write that off. They can scrap it. They can write it off and they can probably get a replenishment according to what I heard from, you know, right. you know, um, Cham and other people that they yeah, can I've actually scrap it and get it, get it replenished. But I don't know. I think they just don't want to deal with it's it. A hassle. Or whatnot, it's a hassle. But... Yeah, you gotta, you know, you have to have your your accounting set up a certain way, and the shop owner. Sure, but at the same time, you keep a customer. Of course you do. Of course. You know that little half, oh, yeah. that little I five would. minute buys you another customer, mm-hmm. and I think because in not enough like, shop is courtesy enough to do that kind of stuff. This is why brick and mortar are dying really quickly. Because a good service brick and mortar will always have somebody go there smoke. Always. Even if I mm-hmm. pay more. Right? And and I think yep. because none of them do enough of that, that's why brick and mortar are dying. People are not willing to pay more and not get the the premium service, you know, compared to, you know, I can save a few bucks on the cigar I'm buying online. Why not just do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've you still don't get replacement <laughs> after this plug at home anyway. So <laughs> same thing, right? For me. I buy a lot of cigars online, but if I want to go and enjoy a cigar, go look through somebody's humidor, I'll buy like, I don't know, anywhere between two to five sticks and then I'll smoke them there because it's just, you have a different, you have the whole experience of smoking a cigar, enjoying it there. So just checking out new lounges sometimes is just, it's just fun. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about new lounges, though. We're talking about go, like you know, return customers, right? If you don't have return customers, yeah, that the, the first time you go there is the most important because you gotta get your impression whether or not you have fun there, whether or not you, you, the cigar is worth the extra money that you're paying for to be there, right? Everything else is is normal. You can get drinks and stuff like that, you know, alcohol, whatever. And I don't really think about, I, I don't really think people pay that much attention what alcohol you can get there because so long as it's a good place to be, even if there's very little selection of alcohol people will go right so it really depends on the service if it's a good service people go like in the carnegie uh lounge in new york they sell davidoff cigar there at 40 percent to 70 percent markup before tax oh. but people go there why oh, because cool. they have good service they have good seats they have jazz music playing and people are willing to pay that premium to be there Right, because it's a good environment, it's good good vibe. You can hang out with a friend, and you don't mind to pay that extra markup. Now, I've I've seen so, where, for example, people would come in and they'll they'll get the cigar, they'll do they'll do their cut with the cigar, and the cap kind of comes loose. Mm-hmm. You know, they break the cap, and and it's not. And they'll look at that and say, "Wow, man, there's you know there's a humidity issue or." 
you know, this is a dry cigars, which you'll, which which you'll typically hear. And the owner that I'm talking that you know, I won't mention where where we're at and all that, but the owner would be like, uh, "Yeah, you cut it wrong," <laughs> you know, "Yeah, flat out, <laughs> what? you cut it wrong." <laughs> and now there's there's some truth to that. They very well could have gone too high on the cap and messed it up. Their cutter could be kind of dull. But then again, those were the cutters he supplied, right? So they weren't necessarily using their cutter because they're cutting it up at the <laughs> counter, which means they're probably using the cutter from the from the owner. But the thing is, like, usually if you cut a counter, there's somebody there. Somebody should be there okay. cutting it for so, you. Yeah, but there's, you don't always want people to do that for you, right? And and here's the thing, though, right? It, a lot of times it's actually because the whatever the vegetable gum they, they, they put on there, they didn't put it all the way. Right. Right. So, like, you know, the edge of that cap is not glued completely. And because it's not glued on completely, that uh, it, it did not, uh, how do I say it? it didn't, it, when you cut it, it unfolds itself from that point of, you know, not having whatever that is. Yeah. But like, when the owners say you cut it wrong, that, what, what does that even mean? Well, you cut uh, it they, they kind of expect you, you to go little. through the, the typical. <laughs> Thing, which I I don't recommend people do is yeah to to wet I, yeah <laughs> to wet to wet the mouth first maybe, and then I would and, maybe you know, ask questions to, right you you suck on it first you make sure everything is taken care yeah, like of got... and then you cut it yeah they kind of like you know you kind of have to <laughs> wet that glue a little bit with the the gum a little bit yeah. so that you go but that doesn't always do it you know if there's no glue there there's no glue there no matter what you do. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna pop. If the cop, the cap don't have enough things to hold it together, it's gonna. So I know, I know that he he lost the customer, not completely because he'll still come around to see his friends and, you know, everyone, you know, buy he'll buy a cigar every so often, but like I went to his house, this other guy's house one night, and we were smoking a cigar, and he was like, man, he goes, yeah, his cigars are always there's a humidity, there's a humidity problem in his cigar, you know. And, I, and I'm like, I, I don't think there's a humidity problem, but it's just, a, you know, that whole cap thing was an issue. Now, I've also seen it where, and I've even done this, where I've cut the cigar for a customer when I was behind the counter. I'd cut the cigar, and it gets a little bit torn, you know. It's just not a perfect cut. And um, so then you kind of just have to gauge, like, are they going to make a big deal out of this? Am I having to go get another stick so I can give them a perfect clean cut you know and um well you ask them you know you're like hey is this uh the cat yeah. got a little messed up right. uh, what would you He's like to do about it? it well i didn't invite it let's put it that way but um you know you do kind of gauge if it's, because now if it was if it was destroyed absolutely go get another cigar but there's degrees of 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 um damage i guess and that's what you kind of think about you know, do it, is this something you really have to replace, or is this just kind of like something they're going to have to deal with a little bit? I don't know. If it was me owning a shop, a damage is damage, right? To me, it, it, it's damage. Yeah. It's going to suck. That you're going to have to bite it, bite the dust. There's and degrees. It, you know? <laughs> I think there's more degrees. Yeah, but like, like to me, if I want, if I go to a lounge and somebody cut my cigar. When they give it back, I expect it to be one piece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not talking about a situation where it's completely destroyed. Right. 
No, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not talking about destroy. I'm talking about the cap shouldn't be broken. Nothing should, everything should be fine with the cigar. That's how I and feel. And this is probably why a lot of cigar shops have those like on the table, giant one with a with lever. That, you know, those yeah. things really give you a bad cut. And then you don't have to be like, you know, well, don't have to gauge it because all those has like those like safety, how, how much right. you put. Yeah, like preset. Yeah, so yeah. You, you don't ruin the cigar. But that's the thing though. I do also expect that if someone's going to cut my cigar, they had to cut it the way I like it, and it had to be perfect. And this is exactly why yep. I always bring my own. I cut it. I'm responsible for it. If it's bad, that's fine. I'll leave it in my bag, and I'll go home, cigar, glue it, and then smoke on a day where I don't care, right? But, you know, I, I don't know if uh, I will be okay with somebody ruin my cigar while they're cutting it and try to glue it. If I ruin it myself, I glue it, that's fine, right? So it really depends on... Yeah, but- it depends that. on the person. Like if you have someone else taking that responsibility, if you're the shop shop that you decide to take that responsibility, you have to take it. Absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. you, you, mm-hmm. you write that off. Yeah, I agree. Right? I agree so, with that. that. Well, next time it happened, you know, you lick the shit out of it and give them, hey. Can you oh, cut? That's also <laughs> the, the things that I bring my own cutter because, like, you know, you don't know how many people lick their, their cigar before they cut it. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> you and don't want to think about the it. community. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't even imagine. You, you're trying to cut your cigar, and there's saliva left over from whoever cut their cigar before you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the last time I went to the lounge with Innocent, and I, I forgot my cutter. I didn't bring my cutter, and I bought a, a expensive cigar. And he's like, "Oh, do you want her to cut it for you?" I'm like, "Hell no! I'm, I'm just gonna bite the cap off." <laughs> call it a day like he was like why he's like bro i don't want the whole mouth in my cigar bro it's just i don't know why i think about it too much when i go out i bring two cutters so i mean that's that you know just in case because i will um kiss my cigar before i cut it and and you know oh, i yeah. use my own okay. cutter as i know i rarely borrow i don't i rarely borrow a cutter i just usually borrow lighters you know if i don't have one like you know out already or if my mm-hmm. thing ran out, I'll borrow a lighter, but cutter, yeah. you always want to use your yeah. own because it's you 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 gotta be putting it in your mouth. So Yep. Yeah. And if if you do it, other people do it. Oh yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody do it. And especially yeah. when you're out in the shop, I rarely see people just like take it, cut it. And <laughs> it's like no, they were like, yeah, exactly. right, I gotta be very careful. <laughs> I'm gonna suck on that thing until the thing it screams and then yeah. <laughs> and then I gotta cut it. Yeah, wow. and then and then continues to to wet that thing until it's like chewing tobacco. Yeah, that's usually in the case. That I, I mean, sometimes I, I look at the ashtray. I, I look at everybody just landing their their cigar down. I'm like, I, I will seeing a various yeah. type of people. You know, some of them like chew mm. their tobacco, and then that looks like that tobacco just exploded on one end. You're like, <laughs> wow, somebody really hated that cigar. <laughs> Right, and then the other side, you see, no, no. you see people uh, uh, like you know, it's so wet. It, it only thing is missing is dripping down saliva from that from that end, right? And <laughs> and what I cannot handle the worst is when people try to spit while they're smoking in front of me. Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. Oh, I'm saying in front of me. If but, you're somewhere else, that's fine, right? You're right not you're not right next to me. Oh yeah. But there are people yeah. that, like for example, you're smoking in the outdoor backyard, whatever that kind of setting, not indoor. People would just spit onto the ground. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna move my seat now. <laughs> I don't think we'll be sitting together. We have outdoor kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's better not spit in front of me. I'll toss things at you. <laughs> Tossing your cigars. Yeah, it's them. like, come on, man. Come on, it's saliva. Just deal with it. But yeah, yeah. It, it, I think one of the 
thing that we deal with a lot as a smoker is inconsistent cigars. Like, and and, and I feel like that's one of the things that we kind of just swallow that issue and not say it a lot of time. Well, right? Yeah, a lot of but time. Like if you think about it, they add up. Down, you know, if you have ten bad cigars a year, that's oh, sixty yeah. bucks, seventy bucks, eighty bucks, a hundred dollars. You know, ten cigar a year, and I'm pretty sure people. We'll have more than ten cigars a year. That's bad because I, I, if I was to save all the stamp I, I pull out, I can make a, I can make a house out of those stamps. God damn! That's how much stamp damn. I have out of. I, I, I can easily put a bag together a, a week, right? So, but yeah, um, you, you saw me. I, I'd be having crap cigar lately, like tunneling, no draw, crap cigar. I just throw it away. I can't deal with it, man. <laughs> and I really don't think it's humidity because all my cigars are together, kind of thing. So if some of my cigars are okay, some of them are not, that just means it's no cigar. Yes. Because I'd be smoking the other one fine. So. And, yeah. I, I, and, and I, I have not seen a correlation with cigar that I just received and I take it out versus a cigar that's in my humidor and I take it out because they, they have the same amount of fail, failure rate, right? I can receive the cigar today, <laughs> take it out, oh, there's a stem in it. A war, like a God ton of whatever, sucks. and then I can go. I told you, I can pour a cigar. You need to let it rest, man. I can pour a cigar that are you know in my humidor for two years and still have a stem. You know, you know, you can age. You cannot age away a stem. You know, <laughs> it shrivel, bro. It shrivel up. We don't. Yeah, if you let leave that die, cigar in your humidor for ten years, it. it dissolve the stem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen, right? So, you know, th- a bad cigar is bad cigar. There's no way to go around it, and especially for someone that buys a box at a time. You already purchased that for like two years. You got to go back and say, "Hey, I bought this cigar from you for two years ago, and like you know, ninety percent of the cigar in there that I smoke has stem." Hey, if it box and it's very limited and have value, they'd be like, "Hey, we buy it back for you for the same price." I- I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm like, okay, buy it back for the same price. That's you know. The, the 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 next few months limited and they resell it. It's gonna be screaming at you because uh, you know they all tunnel, they all tunnel. Well, they already they already bought it for double yeah, the price. Yeah, so that, that's go. that's not my problem. They were going back to you says, "Hey, I just bought this half box from you, and all of the cigars are plugged." Well, yeah, anyway, but but, but fault, it has right? been aged for another year, maybe five. No, well, maybe five. <laughs> 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 yeah, there there is no way. And then, like I said, somebody invented. The perfect draw tool, and then everybody have a different idea of how to use it. Some people say you should you I should just use the the perfect draw tool to remove the tobacco at the end, the nub area. And some people say you're supposed to poke it all the way through, so you make a you make a tunnel of air that goes through. I don't think that's the word. I don't have one. It. I don't own one. I don't believe. So, in so how do you think you're supposed to use it, Martin? I think you should just go through. I think you should be able to. Feel on the cigar where it's plugged, and you can usually tell where it's plugged. Insert that poker through because it's got like serrated edges or some sort of whatever. It's like a screw, basically. So you slide it. So you poke it on the side of the cigar? No, through through the, the plug is? through the head going to the foot. So you're basically poking it and twisting it as you're going through to be able to pull out anything that may have been blocking the the smoke i, okay. I think we so i think we need a drill bit i think we see like a flat out drill bit man just go, <laughs> <laughs> that will give you a really good tunnel we go. that will give you a really good tunnel perfectly round <laughs> right. 
tunnel. Yep. I'm pretty sure that will have zero draw afterward. <laughs> oh, you guys just gave me a freaking idea. Oh no. Make a new video. oh no. Yeah. But, this is but be here's the thing though. I forgot who said this. They say that if a cigar has a tie draw, it's because there's too much tobacco at the end of the cap. When they roll it, um, they, 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 they bunch too much tobacco at the end of the cap, not in the beginning of the cap. So they always say to remove the, the end of the cap. But I've never seen that work. I've, I've tried it a few times where I just removed <laughs> and the, the, the tobacco from the cap. I can make the hole as big as my fingernail. It's not going to do anything. I, it's worked several times for me. Yep. Do now, if I poke all the way through, half the time it destroyed the cigar. Half the time it destroyed the cigar. <laughs> it it, it expands the cigar, right? So that the, the wrapper starts to expand. It starts to try to crack. Right, and we and and yeah, you can pull some tobacco out, but the the amount of draw that you get out of it from the tobacco that you pull out really doesn't help. It really every single time, if we're able to pull the stem out, it loosens the draw every single yeah, time. I've, so it's, I don't it's for I don't me. think the draw tool works out. Man. It's worked for me with when you just go ahead and cut off some more of the cap, and that has typically worked. Now there has been some where I've had a very I've had a knot. It was further up, closer to the foot, and I've taken my guillotine cutter. I had to try to find one. I have one that's kind of a, for larger ring gauges, and I was able to, to kind of slide that over and cut off that part of the cigar, and that worked. So I just, you know, just get rid of the whole damn thing. And, you know, you lose maybe, maybe a sixth of the cigar that way. In some cases, maybe a third, but it, you know, I was able to enjoy the rest of it, no problem. And then sometimes yeah, it's half it's, of it. If it's like half, I might forget it, you know, <laughs> unless it's a Churchill or something like that. And what I hate, I think 20% of my plug cigar, what I hate is that the stem is right next to the wrapper. It's, you can feel it with your finger. You can just rub, rub your finger around the cigar. You'll feel yeah. it. There's a long-ass stem, like a vein that just go yeah, outside. Yeah, and then you can't do anything about it. Yeah. If you pull it out, it's got to destroy it. And those cigars, like, you know, this beyond help. It's like that that somebody forgot to pray to their gods before they make the cigar. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no way around it. I mean, I've tried uh, sometimes to do like, a, you know, just give it more cut, give a V cut so that there's more room. So not only you're drawing straight out of the street cigar, you're drawing an angle as well. But even that sometimes doesn't help. So like there, there are some cigars that just beyond help. You just can't do anything about it. It will suck what do you call that? The if that came cut? from a box of $100 cigars. The crown cut, the tick-tock cut. No, the the new Twitter. That's, that's been pretty popular. The Twitter cut. What, the star cut? Yeah, the X. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know how the mouthfeel on that shit is ridiculously bad. Like, what the fuck? That is the dumbest shit about. I've ever seen. It's not going to give you any other thing. Other than a regular, because it's still got the smoke still got to come out the same way. Now, like, what, I don't care how you cut about? it in the start cut. The, like the start cut. You got a V cut one way, the and you go the cut, opposite, yeah. a V cut again, and Pro, you go yeah. between those two, and a V cut again. You get that the start cut. Oh, you, oh, you, you going full blown fucking start yeah. cut. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit. It's the dumbest shit. Like it does not improve thing. anything. It looks cool. It looks cool. But people who is looking at it is like, like what well, people like me looking at it, like you're dumb as fuck. You just wasted twenty yep. minutes. You cut that cigar <laughs> so many slit. You could have just get a, like a guillotine cut. It will give you the same amount of smoke. You dumbass. <laughs> but it doesn't feel at least a guillotine cut. To me, that's the best cut. 
because the mouth feels good you know it's smooth it's whatever you could cut out a little bit whatever but yeah like if because i tried to crown cut like twice it, the mouth feel is just very rigid like come on when you t- when you smoke these twists i've never cigar, done right? it before but i can see how it just feels fucking weird in the mouth yeah, yeah you got a freaking like i don't know uh one of those things that they used to dig like underground tunnels I think that's Spence. You have one of those things in your mouth. <laughs> this is dumb shit. You know, and here's the thing. I, I use deep V cut or, or guillotine cut. And I realize, and one of the things is that I use the DV when I don't trust the cap. When I feel like the cap's going to fall. The DV oh, damage is okay. less. But when you use the actual guillotine cut, you're at the mercy of that blade being sharp enough. And that the, the cigar itself is not squishy enough just the right amount of squishiness to cut through mm-hmm. but when you do the v-cut it don't have that problem so i will use a v-cut on a cigar that i don't trust but the problem with the v-cut is but that how do you know you don't trust but, it but the thing is about v-cut is once you cut it and it's plugged you can't find the stamp so i had you i had to get another guillotine and cut it again as you find the freaking stamp <laughs> um, i rarely use my dv rarely I start to use the less and less and less because nowadays it's like, you know what? If I fuck it up, I just put some cigar glue on, on it and then wait a little bit and then smoke it. Because, yeah, Martin, you're one of those slobber. I do. Yeah, so... I slobber my cigars. Yeah, I know. It's, it's... I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that that's that's the you know cigar issues. I think a lot of people will face that issue. And I would recommend everyone to just at least voice your, your, your issue with the cigars, if you have it. Like, you know, if it's a cigar's plugged, just talk to the person that you bought it. Say, oh, last time I bought a box of cigars from you, two of them were plugged. And, and, and mm-hmm. I usually tell them that I don't expect anything out of it. I just want to you know, let you know. You know, it's a quality issue. And then, you know, you might hear from a lot of other customers that, that might have issue. And that, you can reflect it to the vendors. Says, hey, a lot of your cigars from this batch, plugged. No good. Right? And maybe they will do a little yep. bit more um, QA on it. You know, you, Maybe. you can't go. You can't go through this whole process with the expectation of getting a cigar replaced. But at least if you do that, you can expect that in the future they might improve their process and have less cigar that are bad. Do you guys remember that one time? Uh, I think it was Michael who told us a story about Luis, how he was smoking a cigar and then he literally took back all of the cigars because he's like this this batch is horrible like we can't sell this it's plugged or whatever he took the whole thing back from the cigar owner yeah i mean that's the right way to do it because you can ruin your company's reputation knowing that people is not gonna be happy with it for, for example that magic toast everybody in the legion well at least 90 percent of people in the legion knows that that thing is like gambling <laughs> if you buy a box of 10 oh. you probably a box of 20 you get you get probably like 18 dollar back yeah it's magical perfectly every time. There was one. It's magical. It's magical that they can sell that much. <laughs> oh. Right. You know what? Why I learned this episode? Though? I learned that you guys have way more patience than me. <laughs> I tell you that. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's your little man syndrome. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. But what is patient? I don't know what that is. But, you know. I don't know. You, you, at least you have the patience to pick up. Well, them. that's different. Me, I, I, I mean, I like to, like... you know, I, I, I put models together. So I have those tools and, and then I, I tend to work with the, <laughs> you know, those intricacies. Yeah, that's a lot of patience. You know? But then, like, you know, I, 
it doesn't mean I'm not pissed. And like I'm pulling it out just so no, that I, I know can you're voice pissed. about it. I pulling it out just so that I can bitch about it. You know, I cannot bitch about I it. I point it out and I throw it away. <laughs> right on on the video, I cannot say, "Oh, it looks there's no smoke," right, and say that's no draw. Yeah, there's no there's no smoke. Like yeah, but you know, and I start like, doing the the massage and do the 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 uh, um, flute thing, and then freaking somebody else says, "Hey, don't do that fucking shit." You know, okay, if I could pull something out, I would. <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> Right, I've tried to massage it. The next step is to pull a stem out, and and then and I try to do that. I give it the best chance possible because I'm recording a review. If I, I can't can, can be smoking that cigar, yeah. But the thing is, like, you, you're already giving it the best chance. Yeah, right? you already you tried. Yeah. you tried. And you if I it, if I get to it, give it to the best it, chance and, and it doesn't go anywhere, then that's where I'm gonna say, hey, I, I tried, I tried. Right. So, so you know, my best chance is this is plugged. <laughs> so I've never been at a lounge where someone. Okay, because you know when you have a cigar, you know that you're like you massage it and see if it like loosens up. Yep. If you were to mention that to somebody at a lounge and then they tell you to massage it, what you what would you say? <laughs> I'm like, I'd be like, off. dude, I'm not at a fucking massage parlor. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> no, at that point, I would say, did you not see me massage it? I'm uh, only thing I'm missing is happy ending. I'm already giving the full set of massage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like my mouth is already on it. I'm about to give a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like how far? How far the massage? Do you want me to go? Like you know? Do you want shatsu? You want you know fingertip? You know? It's supposed to be something that how many finger? <laughs> how many finger you want? Yeah. Any more than that, they had to pay me. Right? The cigar was started to have to pay me because mm-hmm. I'm 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 working it. I'm working it. So, you know, it's not. It's not. No. I mean, yeah, I, I hope that time. nobody has to deal with that problem, but it is a main material, so we are going to deal with that problem. But I do want to recommend yep. people voice about it without the expectation of replacing it. Because if yep. you complain mm-hmm. enough, it will overall improve it in the future if the store actually voice your concern. I think that if they have enough people, you know, one box, you got 20 people complain, then they will actually voice it, right? It's like, you know... You are making us not be able to sell this product mm-hmm. because everybody who comes to the the, the, the store thinking that this, this cigar is just going to be plugged every single time. So I, I think that will improve if we voice it without the expectation of replacing it. It's like, hey, I'll pay $6 to improve your cigar quality for the future. Yeah, it's an investment. You know, you just had to do it. Let's hope, well, let's hope so at least. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I ever replaced a cigar with Davidoff. Not once. I pulled a stem out of Davidoff before. Yeah, Tran, but I never had, had to problem replace with one. Davidoff. Yep, you already know. I, I say I, I pulled a stem out of Davidoff before, but I never had to replace one. Where like it's not savable. Mm-hmm. I think overall, yeah, it has a ninety-eight percent consistency for me. For you? Well, you have like a sixty well, percent consistency. Not, it, no, 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 no. It's way higher yeah. than that. But it's like you know, every time it happened to me with a Davidoff, it surprises me. It just like what the hell? Yeah, because Davidoff tested a lot, yeah. and for for a cigar to be like that, I I, I get surprised too. I get surprised, but it's yeah. very rare. Like I, for me, Davidoff is very consistent. That's why I like to smoke it. But the thing is, like it happened to me like the late hours. It happened to me back to back, which is like whoa, you know, like what's the chance of that? Huh? I never had a problem with that uh, off late hour, so I, I couldn't it, say for late I, hour. My first late hour. I smoked, it was plugged, and then I smoked one on the live where it was tunneled. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. 
I mean, I have more. I have more late hours, but I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna stay away from it for a little bit. <laughs> Let it age a stem out or something. <laughs> cool. So I think that wraps up our conversation on this particular issue. And and like I say, I hope everybody will voice it.、Um, you know, if you listen to this, you feel like that it makes sense to you. I hope you voice it because it, it will really help the cigar industry to tell people that their their product has a problem. And if nobody ever say anything, they just think that everything's good, right? And then they will never think that there is、yep. any problem. But there's enough people that talk about it. I think they will realize that there is an issue.、Um, you cannot blame the material anymore to a certain point because you could blame that it's man-made. You know, you gotta have a bad one. But you gotta know that it is money that we pay, and we're never gonna get back. So you know,、uh, I think. If we talk about it enough, that will improve the industry, will improve the the experience for the consumer and everything else like that, right? So, aside from that, I do want to make an announcement、uh, for those people who listen to it.、Uh, mm-hmm. This September, late September, September twenty fourth and on,、uh, we got a very first Casa Cueva slash Shadow Smokers Legion slash Little Guy Cigar Shop. Uh, we we're releasing a special size for the patrimonial cigar.、And、I think that you know people will really enjoy it. And if you want to find out more, just make sure to head up a little guy cigar shop at the end of the、uh, September or twenty、uh, the weekend of the twenty second, and see if you can find that cigar because I think it's gonna be really really cool for somebody to experience the patrimonial in a different size range.、Uh, Is is it's a little plug, yeah. But、uh, I think if it's something special, should share it because we don't have a lot of those. I think they all, we only made、uh, was a thousand cigar or something like that. Well, to be to be fair, two thousand cigar. The cigar should not be plugged.、Uh, yeah, well, that yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It well, it's be, a box press. You're plugging the cigar. It's box yeah, press. Yeah, plugging the cigar,、uh, but it's not. It's it a plugged cigar. Right, right. It's box press, so chance of a, a box press cigar being plugged is very low. Right, so you know, I I think I recommend people to go seek it out because I don't think there's a lot of it, and I think that would be a, a great opportunity to say, hey, I got this little snippet, a little hint that there's a, a special cigar, a special size coming out just for this one place and one place only on Earth to have it. So you know, seek it out. So little guy cigar shop is the place to look for it, and that will be it for this particular episode. I hope you enjoy it, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. See you guys. See you later. Bye, bye. See you. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar, and that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars? The conversations go on and on, and that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows podcast.